The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers, to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. And thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 36, found on page 383. My heart showeth me the wickedness of the ungodly, that there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flattereth himself in his own sight, until his abominable sin be found out. The words of his mouth are unrighteous and full of deceit. He hath, hath left off to behave himself wisely and to do good. He imagineth mischief upon his bed, and hath set himself in no good way. Neither doth he abhor anything that is evil. Thy mercy, O Lord, reacheth unto the heavens, and thy faithfulness unto the clouds. Thy righteousness standeth like the strong mountains, thy judgment are like the great deep. Thou, Lord, shalt save both man and beast. How excellent is thy mercy, O God! And the children of men shall put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be satisfied with the plenteousness of thy house and thou shalt give them drink of thy pleasures as out of the river. For with thee is the well of life, and in thy light shall we see light. O continue forth thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, 
and thy righteousness unto them that are true of heart. O let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the ungodly cast me down. There are they fallen, all that work wickedness. They are cast down, and shall not be able to stand. Psalm 47, page 398. O clap your hands together, all ye peoples. O sing unto God with a voice of melody. For the Lord is high and to be feared. He is the great King upon all the earth. He shall subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose out an heritage for us, even the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. God has gone up with a merry noise, and the Lord with the sound of the trump. O sing praises, sing praises unto our God. O sing praises, sing praises unto our King. For God is the King of all the earth, sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the nations, God sitteth upon his holy seat. The princes of his the princes of the peoples are joined unto the people of the God of Abraham. For God, which is very high exalted, doth defend the earth as it were with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. There is a reproof that is not comely. Again, some man holdeth his tongue, and he is wise. It is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly, and he that confesseth his fault shall be preserved from hurt. How good is it when thou art reproved to show repentance, for so shalt thou escape willful sin. As is the lust of an eunuch to deflower a virgin, so is he that executeth judgment with violence. There is one thing there is one that keepeth silence, and he is found wise, and another by much babbling becometh hateful. Some man holdeth his tongue, because he hath not to answer, and some keepeth silence, knowing his time. A wise man will hold his tongue till he see opportunity, but a babbler and a fool will regard no time. He that useth many words shall be abhorred, and he that taketh to himself authority therein shall be hated. There is a sinner that hath good success in evil things, and there is a gain that turneth to loss. There is a gift that shall not profit thee, and there is a gift whose recompense is double. There is an abasement because of glory, and there is that lifteth up his head from a low estate. There is that buyeth much for little, and repayeth it sevenfold. A wise man by his words maketh him beloved, but the graces of fools shall be poured out. The gift of a fool shall do thee no good when thou hast it, neither yet of the envious for his necessity, for he looketh to receive many things for one. He giveth little, and upbraideth much, he openeth his mouth like a crier. Today he lendeth, and tomorrow he will ask it again. Such an one is to be hated of God and man. The fool saith, I have no friends, I have no thank for all my good deeds, and they that eat my bread speak evil of me. How oft, and of how many, shall he be laughed to scorn? For he knoweth not aright what it is to have, 
and it is all one unto him as if he had it not. To slip upon a pavement is better than to slip with the tongue, so the fall of the wicked shall come speedily. An unseasonable tale will always be in the mouth of the unwise. A wise sentence shall be rejected when it cometh out of a fool's mouth, for he will not speak it in due season. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventeenth verse of the fifth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you, that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard it said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, You fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly, while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer, and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which thou dost promise. Make us to love that which thou dost command, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> so in our first lesson this evening from Ecclesiasticus, I think two things kind of stood out to me. The first is the importance of the tongue, knowing what to say, <clears throat> but more significantly than knowing what to say is knowing when to say it, when to speak, and also then when to be silent. I think we live in a culture which often emphasizes the opposite, the need to speak up and let yourself be heard. Silence is seen often as a form of submission and a form of weakness. And again, this is all about timing. There's certainly a time to speak up. But sometimes, maybe oftentimes, silence is not a weakness, but it's a strength. There's a lot of wisdom in seeking to be the silent one in the room. And this is a common theme throughout the Bible. We see it often in biblical teaching, the importance of managing well the tongue. James even goes as far as to say in the New Testament that the one who does not control his tongue has made his practice of religion futile. And then the other significant thing I think in this passage is... Um, we might call it a paradox of circumstances. Um, there are situations which might seem good initially, but then they only produce misery in the end. And then on the other side of the token, there is often unexpected good that comes from suffering. 
and I personally find encouragement from this, that we truly don't know what God is able to do. We truly don't know what God is able to bring out of our negative circumstances. And thus, we should be open to hope that God can bring good even out of the worst of trials and circumstances. It's something that is often outside of our control, so there's good reason then to opt for hope. And then in our second lesson, so here in Matthew 5 and Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is speaking here to the nature of the law, its place, how it is fulfilled, or what does it mean to truly keep the law. And in the, in the second part of this lesson, Jesus begins a section of what are, what's referred to as the antitheses. So this is where Jesus says something like, you have heard it said before in the law this, but now I tell you this. And there's different interpretations here. My personal opinion, though, is that Jesus is not giving some new exposition of the law. This is not a new teaching, but rather what he's doing is he's trying to show his audience what it was the law has always intended to do. That is, that the law was always intended to be not just about observing external rules, but it was always intended to be something that had actually sink into and transform our hearts, the underlying issues of the heart, out of which then particular acts of behavior flow. So we read this first antithesis, and this is about anger and murder. So this is a good example. Murder is the external act, but Jesus' point is that in order to fulfill this commandment, in order to keep this law, you must also avoid the internal and underlying anger out of which, in extreme circumstances, leads to murder. So it's not good enough to say, well, I just, I didn't commit homicide, so therefore I kept the law. Jesus is saying that more is required to keep this commandment. And this is the sense in which he says, unless your righteousness surpasses the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus acknowledges in a certain sense that these Jewish religious leaders have indeed obtained to a certain righteousness. The righteousness of the external, for lack of a better way of putting it. The righteousness of doing or avoiding a particular external act. But that righteousness, according to Jesus, is not sufficient then for the kingdom. The righteousness sufficient for entrance into the kingdom is a righteousness that goes beyond the external and actually then transforms the heart. So we'll continue now with our... <clears throat> Intercession on page 590, and take a second and call to mind those you're praying for. <clears throat> Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. 
Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, and minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Thank you. Thank you.